What is going on, everybody? This is SCP CRNP, aka Lack of Lepers. I want to welcome you to this week's episode of SCP Meta Presents Config Call In, the talk show, call in show about containment fiction or whatever you want to call it, Config, you know, all good, all good. Uh, we are a little early today. Typically, I know we see people showing up late to their streams. We're early. That's just how we roll. I'm an old man. And uh, I like to shave off time where I can. So thanks for joining. I want to thank everybody who is participating. We got a couple of people in the SCF Discord. Want to thank for being here, Doctor Caldall and Random Stranger. Thank you for being here. Random Stranger says, "Hey, good to see you again." Clever little Discord logo you have there. All right, so today uh, we are catching up. We were supposed to do this last week. Uh, we were doing this in conjunction with a stream that Harmony was doing um, for the benefit of Dr. Samarian, one Dr. Sim, as we all know, probably what's going on there. And uh, that didn't work out very well just due to technical difficulties, so we're here this week. So we'll do it. We do this show uh, semi-weekly, so we skip a week and then we hop back on. So let me go ahead and pull up for the stream, the window we got here, so we can start this show. I want to also thank uh, Blackbird for showing up, AKA Dr. Krim. Good to see you again. Anyway, I just, I just wanted to say hello, because I've never been on here, and also I just got done with the yard. Oh, well, congratulations. How and long I'm... do we have for the stream and or podcast ends? Uh, the show lasts for about an hour, typically. My computer can't handle a whole lot more than that. So, nice cutoff. Yeah, I could have uh, sworn uh, you were in here at one point, Dr. Krim, in, in the no, old I days. Wasn't. I wasn't. Oh. Okay. <laughs> All right. I must be I crazy. That was a glitch because uh, I, I wasn't aware. Well, uh, thanks for coming by. Good to see you. All right. So, let's get into the show. We do have a, a bit of ground to cover. Once again, this is a little bit of a catch up. So, uh, on the screen here, we'll start with our local news, as we usually do, just to kind of talk about what's been going on. We always like to start at home on the Config Magazine, show you what we've been posting lately. We're still in the midst of doing these past KCON winner analyses. So we did 1,000, we did 2,000. 3,000 should be, should be ready today, later today, tomorrow at the latest, so look out for that, and I think you'll see it. And then probably one of the more significant things uh, that happened in the last few weeks that we only got to talk about very little last week was that um, we had a very bad storm come through uh, the southern states, Alabama, particularly, in the last couple of weeks. And uh, they smashed uh, Sumerian's house. Exactly. And so here's a like nice a picture of that. They came and smashed his entire room. Yeah, very vindictive. Um, but as you can see, some, some images here on the screen, this is kind of the aftermath. And so Dr. Sumerian was fine, is fine, thank goodness. Uh, in good health, no damage sustained. And actually, we got a pretty nice 7,000 contest entry out of that, uh, as luck would have it, I suppose we could say. So that was nice to see, and um, I think that article's done pretty well for itself, honestly. So um, it'd be an interesting question to ask Dr. Sumerian if he was happy this happened. Kind of a strange question, I know. But the fundraiser is still ongoing. Uh, the goal is about 15,000. We're a little over 3,000. Just wanted to shout this out. Not that my um, publicity of it will probably do any exponent uh, to it, but uh, just nice to see this. Nice to see the community um, coming together. Dr. Caldall says we should donate $650. I'll be happy to donate, you know, a little bit. If you donate that, that'd be great. 
Um, I think it was, um, who was it? $6.50 even. Yeah, we did. We actually, uh, when I say we, I mean the LLC. We donated uh, to Samirian. We made it anonymous this time. I think we kind of maybe learned a lesson or two perhaps from last time. So it was... Uh, it was anonymous this time, but we do um, have some interesting donations of Frey Interactive, someone who produces video games in the space. Uh, they donated $500. That's pretty damn cool. Are you on a stream? Say again? Are you on a stream? Yeah, this is co-streaming. We're in the Discord server. We're also on Twitch. All right, I'll go ahead and boot, that, boot it up on Switch then. Do you have the link? Yeah, let me give it to you real quick. I'm, I'm going to use it as a multi-stream. Okay. Yeah, I should probably be doing this kind of stuff. Uh, but yeah, we'll um, we'll go ahead and chill ourselves. Seems like a nice moment to do that. So, um, speaking of the 7K, that's really what's going on, obviously, in this space. I think most, most of all, um, very, very... Um, populated contest i think last check we had over 130 entries for that contest so there's been a lot of people who are kind of mixing these two components in this space at this time together to try to uh, boost both really uh, two birds in one stone and on the on the screen here i think we have one of the more impressive versions of this we have uh, site 42 who i think a lot of people know is uh, the sherm um, the character personality um, influencer in the space who does these uh, TikTok compilations and a lot of interesting videos. What they've done in the past few weeks in order to promote both Dr. Samarian's fundraiser and the SCP-7000 contest is have <laughs> basically a live stream where they've read every single entry, which is just insane. It's just crazy. That's a crazy idea to have, first of all. And it's an even, even crazier thing to actually do and go through with. That is just wild. I cannot believe they did that. So check that out if you haven't. Um, there was one from a couple of weeks ago. Um, this one is about, it's just shy of 12 hours long of a stream. Which is crazy. It's crazy. Um, if you've ever tried to like read uh, SCPs, particularly on like a stream or something like that, um, it's difficult to do. It's not easy. So uh, I've, I've only gotten a few hours into the first one. I definitely want to uh, definitely want to check out the rest of it. But uh, I, I just can't imagine uh, how they did this. I mean, excellent job. You know, uh, we all have our differences, but there's no way you can't be impressed with this. So excellent, excellent work. Y'all check that out if you haven't. Um, we will be looking at these on our Tuesday night streams and reacting to their commentary about these articles so we won't go through the whole thing we'll skip uh, to the points where they're done reading and then talk about the article in some crit capacity and we'll comment on those so that's tuesday night on the twitch we do that and then just to um back out from scp because we'll spend most of our time there obviously as we usually do uh, being that it is the dominant space um, there are some other contests going on in the containment fiction world. It's always very, very active. There's always a contest going on, it seems. Um, this one from the Liminal Archives, I think, is pretty new. This one's called Faraway Stories from Lost Places. Um, so basically, any type of article may be entered so long as it relates to a place that is now lost or destroyed. So that's a very interesting theme. I think that we'll get uh, some good content out of that. It really just opened up. Uh, no entries yet. 
Um, writing started uh, about a week ago. Voting starts on September 12th. And then voting will end just a few days later, uh, September 19th, just a week, basically, of voting. And then we'll have winners in about uh, mid to late September. So check that out if you're a fan of what we tend to like to call liminal fiction. Um, just a, a little bit of a special brother to containment fiction, if you will. Uh, this might be a good contest for you to jump into. It's a really nice place to write. There's a lot of talent there. And then another contest that I think is, uh, you know, all these other ones, they're very, very bold for getting out at the same time as 7Con. Uh, here at the magazine, we worked very uh, analytically to try to avoid um, co-contesting with the 7K. So we did our, um, how you'll say, we did our IndyCon just before 7K came out. I think that worked out well. But so anyway, definitely want to shout out a little more um, these other contests that people might not be aware of. You know, if SCP is not your thing, if you missed that, you want to you want to try competitive writing in the space. Here's another one. This is RPC. Uh, as my computer struggles uh, with this <laughs> very very pretty CSS theme, by by the way, uh, this is uh, the Aberrant Treasures of Caribbean Deep. So, if you've got a containment fiction article in your back pocket that includes, you know. Pirates of the Caribbean, Johnny Depp, you know, something like that. This might be a nice thing to throw throw your uh, <laughs> pirate contest moment. Yeah, definitely. So uh, I don't think we've had maybe a few submissions so far. Uh, they opened up on the 25th of July, and they'll end at the end of this month. So, yeah, exactly. Live footage of <laughs> Lever's computer. <laughs> it is a potato. I really, need, I really need a new computer, but I just, god dang, it's such a commitment. Um, winners are going to be announced September 10th, so this actually will end and finish about 10 days before the Liminal Archives win. So there's a lot of opportunities if you really want to throw your hat in the ring and see what you can come up with. Um, you know, check it out. This is a nice little prompt, I think. You know, RPC's prompts, I think, are, are a little more detailed, they're a little more lore-centric, and they're a little more difficult to kind of fit your way into than something that's a little more general and vaguer, uh, something like SCP. Um, they both work in their own ways. So this is, if this sounds interesting, I'd recommend you check that out, perhaps. Yeah, uh, so I'm, I'll be happy if my computer doesn't just freeze and die, by the way. Uh, Random Stranger says, fun fact, the voting for the contest was really contested. Which, which, uh, which contest are you talking about? The 7K? We'll see. Speaking of 7K, uh, here it is on the screen. This is obviously the biggest contest that's going on. We got important dates. Uh, posting has ended. Um, that was August 1st, so just about a week ago. Um, and then the results will be decided on the 29th. Uh, that really is means that the 28th is the last day. Uh, midnight that time, uh, that day, we'll get, a, we'll get our winner for the contest. Um, and I think we kind of already know who might win, just looking at the spread. If you've been checking out the Containment Fiction uh, magazine, Conflict Magazine Twitter, we basically have been keeping track of a leaderboard, and we do this almost every day. Uh, we'll be kind of just take a look and see, see what, um, what the standings are. So check that out on the Twitter if you haven't. Um, oh, so Random Stranger says, uh, the voting for the contest theme was really contested. Is that what you mean? People were really divisive when it came to the results, as some people wanted to write for different themes instead. Okay, okay. Is that the RPC or is that the liminal?
but yeah, um, other places kind of do some voting. I know RPC does this. I think Liminal does this too, where they will vote uh, on a theme and go. It's almost like winning the theme. Yeah, the RPC contest. Yeah, so they'll vote on what theme they want to go with, and and then that's how they decide their their prompts. But it's really interesting and, and impressive because they come up with all these different prompts. They come up with like four or five different prompts. And the ones that don't get voted on, I suppose, are just kind of kept in the back pocket. And at some point, you know, they use it for a different one. Um, so, yeah, the, the uh, oh, God, the SCP-7000 entries, um, God, man. I mean, we were kind of, the over-under was like 100. And I think, once again, I think we're at about 130. So it's just crazy to see. Uh, all these entries and it makes something like what the Sherm and Billeth did on that reading stream even more impressive but um, speaking of shilling ourselves we are covering all of these in our own capacity we're not reading them I felt like that would be a little difficult of a thing to do but um, on our twitch which uh, which is here SCP meta um, we have been every Friday as part of our weekend collapsible going through the entries of the 7000 contest summarizing them and basically giving them you know a good dose of crit each uh, so that's been going on for about two weeks and uh, basically we go through about 30 a week that's about the rate at which we need to uh, get through all of these entries because there's just that many so uh, a lot of people have been tuning into that so I appreciate that obviously it's kind of like people jumping on when the when the playoffs are happening you know uh, sort of fair weather fans jumping on there that's cool um, so we'll continue to do that until we get through all of the SCP-7000 entries. I did want to note that on Twitch, those things only last for about two weeks before they're deleted. Um, but all of those live on its permanent home, which is the uh, Lack of Lepers vlog. Lol vlog. Uh, not as funny as the name would suggest, but they're all, that's kind of their permanent home. That's where they, that's where they lead. Uh, Dr. Caldall says, Really said that 90% of these entries have no significance to lore. All KCON winners have contributed something or addressed unresolved ideas even 6,000 explored the wanderers library yeah uh, that's a good thing to say good point um, every KCON winner does do something right um, random stranger makes the good point that there is no canon so I'm not too sure predicating the winner of a KCON when it comes to lore is all that important or significant of a way to approach it but it is generally true. I mean, usually if you look back, and this is kind of what we're doing for the magazine, is that these um, these entries, even if they're not lore heavy, um, they tend to introduce literary devices uh, and uh, you know, sort of compositional techniques that are that are then replicated, and, and by virtue of their position, their visibility, or by their talent and skill, uh, seem to sort of take over a little bit more. Uh, as the as the series moves on so yeah uh, definitely I think that uh, I think that any KCON winner needs to have something that it does and you can tell people if you're the SCP wiki staff you can tell people to not vote based on whether or not this is a good fit you know for the slot or not but you know I hate to be the one to tell you but nobody thinks that way uh, even the people who tell who tell you you know explicitly you know that I'm not voting that way. They still have it in the back of their head. It's still subliminal and subconscious. So uh, that's just part of the theme. It's part of the contest. It's part of the stage. It's like trying to pretend like you're not watching a national championship game. Uh, it just doesn't work. I mean, you can't really can't really separate the two. I don't think as evenly as the SCP Wiki 
staff would like you believe to believe. And in addition to that, might I say that in these comment sections on these seven Ks, everybody is saying this. It's like they don't care. It's like they're kind of tempting the staff. They're saying, well, I like this, but I'm not going to vote for it because it's not. I don't really think it fits the SCP 7000 slot. People don't really seem to care that this is like a new rule that is attempting to be enforced, probably because it's just not viable as a rule. I don't think it'll ever be able to, to be enforced, really. All right, uh, so check these out. Uh, once again, the Twitch is, is um, temporary. Um, this is where all those will have a permanent home. I guess I'll put that in the, in the chat as well. All right. So uh, that's our local news. Moving on to global news. Just a couple things I thought were funny uh, in the space. This is the SCP Wiki Foundation Twitter. And this one says, hey, Foundation, can we copy your homework? And then the other person says, sure, just don't make it obvious. Uh, and that other person ended up being this account, which is the All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office. This is an official branch of the uh, U.S. Department of Defense uh, at the Pentagon, and it's called Anomaly Resolution Office. So, of course, when this was posted, uh, we, uh, we, liked, we liked that to be an unintended shout-out to our side of the internet so that was nice to see um good humor there but that's a real department i'm not too sure what they do uh, you know aaro is what's up with them all right um and then something else in the space i thought was cool um this has been really a long time coming people have been very excited about this uh you know containment fiction and scp wiki in particular they have sort of a marriage with video games ever since containment breach uh, they've been sort of hand in hand, if not, uh, you know, closer or slightly farther apart from that, but always walking in the same direction. And so this has been kind of a new one that people have been very excited to see. This is SCP Fragmented Minds. Uh, it's been on Kickstarter for a lot. Um, there's now a demo released, uh, and that is available on Steam. So if we head over to the Steam, uh, we've got videos here. I guess I'll try to play a video, ho hopefully my computer, which everyone has been um, quick to make fun of quick to make fun of. I uh, hope it doesn't die. But let's just see. Maybe if we can get a little... Wow. So, interesting. The setting is that you um, awaken in remains of Mars Site-113 after a global catastrophe, but you're not alone, and many of the horrifying anomalies contained there have escaped and are hunting the remaining survivors. Uh, yeah, so I'm not sure. It kind of gives me uh, agony vibes just from the very quick little segments that I've seen. Um, but, you know, this is real high-quality stuff. I mean, this is, um, I don't know. I mean, it looks kind of industrial, you know, quality in, in some ways. So I'm not going to play this game because I'm old. You know, I don't really play games anymore, I guess. Um, but if you play it and you want to let me know how it is, that'd be pretty cool. Random Stranger asks if that is SCP-610. I'm not sure. That's a good question. Uh, it certainly looked like it. That would be a, a fine thing to, to put your video game around. Speaking of which, there's another video game that I think is in the works that is going to be based around uh, SCP-001 when day breaks. So that should be pretty fun to see. I I'm sure it will be a first-person shooter, Dr. Caldall, using the SCP name. That sort of is just... I think there's like Lobotomy Corp. There's Control... Those things kind of vary that a little bit, but yeah, most of the games from SCP particularly, um, they're basically first-person shooters, aren't they? So, But that seems to be working, so very cool. 
right, let's see what we got. Yeah, um, yeah, first-person horror games, exactly. So this is something that um, occurred uh, kind of under the radar the last few weeks. I don't think we've had a chance to talk about it. Uh, this is a document that was released by the RPC staff. And it's really a, a very interesting publication. It goes into a lot of things that have been happening at the RPC. There's been a lot of drama that has happened. There's always drama, obviously. Um, but specifically at RPC, some, some big shakeups happened in the recent weeks. Uh, this document here, which I'll put the link to in the, um, in the Discord. And I guess I'll do it here as well in the... Um, in the Twitch channel as well. Uh, if you want to check that out, this is something they released to the public and it goes over a number of things that have happened. Um, the, I guess you could call it master admin, um, was put on probation. Uh, someone important and influential and, uh, you know, very well-known author in the space was banned. And then uh, Coupon uh, departed as well as a result of some of this fallout. And uh, that was sad to see because Coupon is uh, someone who obviously we have a very high opinion of here. Um, but yeah, so um, this, was, this was kind of interesting to see and kind of learn about. Um, basically what happened, Kaiser, uh, Kaiser, who was it, 11th, um, had... Basically, the same thing happened to them as what happened to Harmony. Um, so, tried to take the articles down. There was kind of a split about that um, and, and a lot of fallout. Uh, Random Stranger puts it a good way. says, Kaiser did the quote-unquote funny. And, yeah, this is something that we just see all the time. This repeats all over the place. It happened with Harmony. It's happened multiple times at SCP before that, obviously with Fishmonger, things like this. Uh, it happened at um, Backrooms with uh, uh, 1KD, you know, 1,000 Dumplings. Uh, now it's happened at RPC, and these are all major, major events that really shake up things. Uh, yeah, and, and Random Stranger says it's much a, a bigger deal in RPC. That's 100% true because, exactly, RPC has a cannon. So, I mean, this, this was, you know, at SCP, there was a higher, you know, quantity uh, that was leaving the site when Harmony, you know, when those be taken down. Um, but it really didn't have that adhesion, you know, that RPC has. I mean, there was a lot more dependency um, on RPC's side of something like this, just by nature of the way that they're set up. So this was certainly something that caused a lot of ripples. We felt it here in our SCF uh, Discord server. Of course, some of the discussion spilled over into this, and we had quite a dramatic time with that. Um, so, I mean, it certainly was something that was tectonic. It was felt in more places than just the immediate spaces of the RPC, for example. Uh, but in case you want to read that, read that with the details, this is certainly something that, uh, that was notable and that will probably at some point end up on the Containment Fiction Wiki with its own entry. Um, so just interesting historical things here happening. But uh, we obviously wish RPC well. Uh, would be very, very sad to see uh, anything um, terminal happen to that place. And we all are already sad to see Kaiser's works leave. Those are really, really good. Uh, Kaiser's an excellent author. So anyways, uh, moving on. Um, this is something that popped up too in the Discord servers of the space. Liminal Archives now has uh, merchandise. Uh, I should definitely share this, uh, this link. So here we go. But this uh, came up in the last while. Um, if you're a fan of Liminal Archives, they have official merchandise now. Not sure how they're doing this. Um, 
you know, economically, institutionally. Not sure what the details are there. So if you would like to buy something and if you want to know the answers, you know, I recommend you look into that. But we got all kind of stuff. Mouse pad, t-shirts, ho- hoodies, tank tops, you know, boast those muscles. Uh, cell phone skins, you know, cases, wallets, postcards. <laughs> you can send somebody a postcard wherever it is you're writing. And they also got a new logo. I don't know if you can tell, um, but uh, the old logo had uh, a lot more busy work going on with these files that you see in the drawer. Um, I want to welcome uh, Seal. Yeah, Seal says, uh, wow, cool stuff, postcards. Yeah, for sure. Um, postcards. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's a bath mat in here too, right? There's got to be a bath mat. That's what I'm looking for. I've got a tote bag. I've got a mug. I've got a pen, spiral notebook, a greeting card, a travel coffee mug, a throw pillow. Um, we're missing a bath mat, guys. Yeah. Where's the bath mat? You got to... Okay, the reason why I say that is because Harry Blank released a The Bathrooms bath mat you gotta you gotta counter it you know right i know it's kind of back rooms but come on that was an obvious one that was a, that was a low fruit you didn't have to reach far for that let's do it all right uh, moving on so i kind of wanted to bring this out because this has been a kitchen mat yeah that would be good too um i wanted to kind of bring this out because this has been kind of a thread throughout some shows in the past where we've kind of been perplexingly looked at um things like scp pl cot j uh, these joke articles that are essentially just an image, um, very mimetic in nature, funny image kind of stuff, funny with, with an IE um, kind of stuff. And, and so we've been, this is around April, I guess, maybe a little before that, but there was a lot of discussion about, you know, if anything, what ramifications, you know, spiritually, <laughs> existentially, did something like that happen, uh, have for the SCP Wiki, for example? So this was one that popped up in the last couple of weeks. Uh, it was deleted, and I archived it just because I thought it was a nice moment because this is basically along the same lines, and it seems as though that has run out. Uh, no more steam, no more gas left in that tank. Uh, people, uh, people basically were tired of this. Um, so this is the article. Um, it's archived. Uh, and basically, it's just a static-filled image. It said, the caption says, a real honkin' pair. Nice. So that gets, that gets the brain going. And then, of course, you hover over it, and it's just a picture of, of boobies, of boobs, the birds, you know. So, haha. Uh, and, and once again, concerning thing, yeah, very cute. Um, something like PL Cot J. I mean, this actually has a little more content than that, which because it's a little bit of a pun. Um, but if you look at the comments section here, uh, people were just, um, this, <laughs> this person says those are some massive fucking boobies. Um, so this one, I think to staffer said it really best. And I think this is sort of epitomizing the attitude at the wiki now, which is, I'm very, I'm very happy to see this if you can't tell, but this is what the staffer said. This seems like a tired joke. I think you could you could have given this a bit more content. Right now, I don't see this as being a plausible SCP Universe article, even as a J. It comes a little too close to PL Cot J. The rare instance where an SCP staffer is right. Actually, I don't think he is staff, or I'm sorry, she. I don't think she is staff uh, to staffer. Um, I, and I don't know if the T is silent. I just don't, I think. I'm almost tempted to call this individual porridge 
porridge member. If, you, if you've read any article by Testaffer, you know that the bottom has very large text that says um, porridge, and I still haven't figured it out. And I know that Testaffer wants us to worry about that and just keep us up at night, but I'm not going to let it. I don't know what it means. Anyways, it was it was nice to see this uh, get deleted. I think there was a little bit of a funny in the title. It's 8008135J, um, so, you know, boob, boob in there. Um, Dr. Krim, I don't, uh, or sorry, Blackbird, whatever. No, I don't think I muted you. In fact, uh, no, I haven't muted you. I'm not sure what's going on on your side of things. All right, so now we're going to open up the section of the show where we go to Twitter takes, and um, we also open our phone lines, so I'm going to do that right now. So if you would like to contribute to the conversation, if you have a question, if you have a topic, if you have a criticism, uh, or if you have a, um, how you'll say, troll, you want to troll around, you can do that too. So let me just put this on the screen for the Twitch, the phone number, if you're listening, 316-444-3115. Blackbird is going to call. Don't do it yet. I haven't opened up the phone lines, but we will in just a second. Uh, but that's the number. If you're interested in letting your voice be heard, if you have a, a you know spicy opinion, uh, juicy take, you know we would be happy to house it here. Three one six four 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 three one one five. Check it out. All right. So having said that, I know that we have one voicemail that has been left. You can always do that if we're not on the air. You can call the number and leave a voicemail. We'd be happy to listen to that on the air. Uh, as in, uh, as opposed to doing it live, if that's just a little scary for you, I understand. So this is um, a voicemail that was left, and let's give it a listen. I'm an SCP mod, feeling like a god. I even stopped to feel trolls. I'd vote for Harry Blake if Thornton was a thing. If he'd buy my immortal soul. I'm just the one to put a ban on fun. I'm a servant to the wiki. Yeah, I really love this site, and I love Dr. Bright, even though it's canceled. Secret's always safe with me, unless it's your IP or just your Twitter handle. I've never touched grass. Or move my ass, but I'm a servant to the wiki. Very nice, very nice. That was a little, a little tune. I don't know what the melody was to, but that's nice. Um, someone said that was Doctor Caldall, by the way. Someone sent a voicemail last week. Seal says, "God, that's the voice of a drunk person." Yes, nice shit post. Someone else says, um, "Yeah." You know, I, I, it was a hard to make out the lyrics, I'll tell you that. Um, but that's just the phone for you. Junk, drunk and sinus infection, Dr. Caldell says. So we'll, we'll give you a little slack for that. But thank you very much for the, um, for the funny little uh, tune there. Appreciate that shit post. That was a good one. All right. Um, so what's been going on on Twitter? Uh, this is the part of the show where we take a look at what's going on in the Twitter space and... I kind of like to think of this as a service because you probably shouldn't be on Twitter in the SCP space. Just saying. Um, let me do that for you, okay? Uh, let me curate what's good and what's not good, tell you what's up. Not, not a good place to be. Um, so basically, no surprise, what's been going most on Twitter in the space is 
7,000 entry advertising, we'll say. Marketing, shilling, advertising. Um, so a lot of people are doing this. Uh, we've got most people, I think, participating in something like this, uh, which is fine. Obviously, there's no rules against that. You can, you can um, you know, enact very serious media campaigns if you really want. Um, and, you know, strictly speaking, there's not really a correlation. I mean, all the people who are at the top of the charts right now, yeah, they do have um, Twitters. Yes, they do have a good amount of followers. Yes, they do advertise quite heavily. Um, but, you know, Harry Blank isn't first, and he doesn't have a lot of uh, followers compared to something like Grigory Carpin. We're getting a call, so let's take it. Uh, if you would hold on for just a minute, you're actually too quiet for me to hear. So let me get the settings down here. And uh, I right, go ahead and say, go ahead and... Uh, Say something if you'd like, caller. Thank you very much. Oh, well, why, what are you doing here? You're already in the Discord server. Yeah, it works. Yeah, no, it works. Um, actually, you're probably... Oh, let me turn you up a little bit, okay? Hold on one second. Three, one, six. Um... Four 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 three three one one five. Yeah, three one six four 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 three one one five. It's got a nice little ring to it. That's a pun. All right, thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Um, yeah. So this is another one, Cali Bold or AKA Calibri Bold, on Twitter. This is a picture of you know just basically a modified T-shirt that says, "I'm kind of a big deal on a fairly irrelevant social media site." that falsely inflates my ego. So, I mean, good take, not a hot take. It's too accurate to be a hot take, right? In some ways, maybe not accurate is the word, maybe just kind of rote. But, you know, that does kind of capture a few things and then we go down. Um, and uh, Metaphysician has some nice things to say. As long as they don't abuse that tiny shred of fame, I'm cool with it. But it is truly amazing how people will abuse the most niche fame or smallest amount of authority. Um, that's called the Watchman Syndrome, by the way. Watchman Syndrome is the name for that. When just a very small amount of authority causes somebody to get a little too a little too pedantic, a little too interested in, you know, whatever they have purview over. That's that's uh there's a word for that too. It's called officious. O-F-F-I-C-I-O-U-S. Officious. Just some good terminological technology for you say um, for you there. Uh, Random Stranger says power hungry, you could say. Yes. This is something that happened on the SCP Wiki not too long ago in the slot of SCP-6518. Don't know if you had a chance to see this. Um, this, what's on the screen, was I think the least interesting thing about it. Um, somebody's article didn't do well. It got heavily deleted. And they left sort of a, um, you know, kind of a message, kind of a rage quit message uh, here that, you know, eh, these are kind of a dime of a dozen, you know, these days. Um, I'm not really interested in reading this. Uh, it's not really that great. The Rage Quit Manifesto. Yeah, no, I did that. I, I Rage Quit Manifesto. Uh, this is kind of, I don't know, it doesn't really rise to, to the level. But what was really interesting about this one was that um, it's kind of the unspoken side of this story is that the person who did this uh, basically had about 50 alts um, and they upvoted their own article to the point of it being a pretty successful one until... Until people caught on. Uh, hello, caller. What's your name and where are you calling from? 
Oh, did I hang up on that person? I think I hung up. Sorry. You can call back. I'll try that again. Not sure what happened there. But this was interesting. So someone took the time to compile, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, what was it, like like 90? I think it was 90 sock puppet accounts. And then they used it to upvote this article that, that wasn't very good. But, I mean, you know, it was sort of like failing upwards because so many people were impressed with the dedication that it took over time, the effort, the energy, the skill, the patience uh, to come up with 90 sock puppet accounts. They've all been banned, I think, <laughs> if I recall correctly. Um, really, really interesting. Um, but anyways, so, yeah, uh, that was uh, something that happened that I thought should probably be mentioned. This was a nice take by Nat Voltaic, uh, someone who's a little bit on the periphery of the community these days, but who whose takes I generally respect. Um, criticism is how I both express love and hate. I thought that was a nice little moment. I think that's very true. You know, you don't really take the time to criticize something unless you care enough about it, right? Uh, there's a certain threshold of care that you have to have before getting to the point of critiquing something. That's certainly true for the critiques that I make about people, you know, SCP authors, things like this. I probably wouldn't be doing it if I didn't think that, you know, let's say your writing didn't rise to a certain threshold of skill. Um, if, you're not, if you're not really at that point, obviously, I'm probably not going to be interested in criticizing things because um, it's just small potatoes. So, you know, anybody who's experienced a bunch of criticism, you know, whether it's from me or from somebody else, you know, take it, take it as a backhanded compliment because there is a little bit of of that in there uh not readily available to a lot of people i don't pe i don't think people think about it that way quite readily but it is true it's tr absolutely true uh anytime somebody's criticizing you they are low-key uh flattering you uh someone says yeah um no i called but nobody picked up sorry if it was the wrong time yeah i think i was in the middle of a sentence i'm sorry uh, i didn't hear it until i stopped talking i think that was my my bad if you want to call back i'll i'll get you next time all right, this is another take from Akumioi, someone else who's on the periphery of the space, but whose takes I generally uh, respect. Um, briefly, a way to, oh yeah, so this is, um, so you may know, but Akumioi, also known as Communism Will Win, was at one point part of the site, got banned. Excellent author, excellent writer, and um, certainly someone who we miss to see on the SCP Wiki. I certainly am on the hashtag unban communism will win um, bandwagon. Um, but uh, on the Twitter, we had kind of the next best thing. Uh, no 7,000 con entry, obviously, but the next best thing. So this is um, Communism Will Win saying, I had a cool idea for 7con, which I can't participate in, but I'll probably write an article anyways. Briefly, it's a way to change the probability of anything, but it always costs 15% more money than the expected value of the result. People use it to launder $100 trillion or $1 trillion annually. Few things of serious value are actually left up to chance. Can't be contained without crashing the economy. So I thought that was a nice little elevator pitch. I would have I would have loved to see that, and I hope we do see that on um, SCP Commune. That would be nice to read. All right, um, another take from uh, SD Lock. Uh, these are these are generally people whose takes I I respect and appreciate. Oh, here's a phone call. Let me try to get it this time. All right, caller, hold on one second so I can turn up your um, your audio. No one can hear you at the moment, but give me one yeah, second. Okay. All right, so hey, uh, thanks for calling. Uh, what's your name? Where are you calling from? 
Are you there? I know I answered the call that time. Okay, guess they hung up. That's not me, but you'll try again soon. Great. Well, I'm happy that we're getting, you know, some experience with this. It's not really the smoothest of things, operations on my end, so I appreciate the practice. Um, SD Lock here says, um, please don't do this. I deleted when day breaks during the 3000 contest because of how frustrating it was to have people downvote a story that they enjoyed just because they didn't want it to win. And this is in response to another tweet that basically says the same thing. As we approach posting season, please remember to vote based on the merits of whether or not the article is good, not if it should be in the 7,000 slot. And so, you know, this is kind of a difficult moment because I agree, obviously, you shouldn't be downvoting something simply, basically punishing it for submitting itself as part of a contest. Um, so I get that part of it. But on the other end, you know, people obviously want a good representative article, you know, for a series. I think if you blindly just upvote something on uh, a contest, um, you know, collectively the site might get something in the winning slot that they maybe feel bad about, they didn't want, they don't feel is very representative. And this goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Basically, it's impossible to differentiate the two, to separate and disassociate these things from one another completely, uh, just by virtue of the pomp and circumstance, by virtue of the context, uh, by virtue of the celebration, you know, um, the seminality of the moment, I think that people are going to, you know, whether they express it or not, always subconsciously have that part of the adjudication process. And in some respects, that's already encouraged, um, right? Because we have to adjudicate an article by how well it includes the theme and how well it deals with that. So, you know, by the time you're doing that, you're almost at the point of wondering if it does the slot justice, if it does the theme justice. Um, so, that's something that goes into it as well. I think it's a very complicated uh, question. Obviously, there are good arguments on uh, both sides. Uh, yeah, and then Seal says uh, the correct answer to this, which is that, uh, come on, um, at the least, just no vote at worst. And that's a great way to put it. If you like something, um, you know, don't downvote it. That doesn't make any sense. Um, you know, Locke and, and Epic Fail have a good point in that regard. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if, if you don't want it to win, just no vote it. This really happens every contest where people sort of restrain their votes. And then once it's over, they are more happy to freely give those out. Um, because it's a competition and there are limited resources. So that's just, unfortunately, this, um, this endeavor, this enterprise, uh, which is sort of headed by the SCP Wiki staff in their attempted enforcement of this rule, it is just never going to work. It's, uh, it's kind of, it's more idealistic than even I can get. Hey, what's up, Dr. Murray? Good to see you. Thanks for being here. I appreciate it. All right, moving on. Still on Twitter takes. Um, this one says, this is Fabled Tiefling, uh, who entered the contest and who has a, um, a good entry in, it's called uh, uh, Meet Me in the Stars. It's doing very well. Um, all right, and this one says, regardless of who wins the seven con, I'm sure we can all agree. Oh, that's loud. Hey, caller. Hey, how are you? I'm doing good. So, how are you? I was going to say something about the Colton Manifesto, which I didn't get a chance to because, well, you didn't pick up the phone, which... That's, it's okay. Don't blame yourself. So, I won't. it's okay if I talk about the Colt Manifesto, Lucas, first of all. The, hey, back up. The what manifesto? Colt. Remember how you said that you were you didn't want to read it because you're looking that great anyway? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually, because I actually, that actually captivated my interest because I've actually been into two online communities like that, actually. And 
similarities between how to say this? These two and SCP Foundation, there are like obviously glaring similarities. Like, for example, how do I say that? The staff, they were on top. No joke. And to go against them, that's just like... And these two communities, so many teenagers, like, it's like teenagers. I'm sorry, I'm a little bit nervous, but you get the point? Yeah, I think I know what you're saying. It'd be best to maybe go back to the post and read that, so we can call, we can uh, let the audience be on the same page. Um, but let's uh, let's read this. Um, I hadn't gotten this. Thank you for your call. Uh, but yeah, I'm happy to go back and, and read this. So let's do that. Uh, this was the message left on. No, you sounded great. Thank you for calling. Uh, this is the message left on the SCP-6518. If we recall, this is the attempt. Uh, for somebody to um, that they tried to post their article they had 90 sock puppet accounts they tried to upvote that and then it eventually got um, downvoted uh, th this is the message that was left uh, this place is a great idea but a lot of relatively old members are acting like assholes and preventing newbies from contributing to this fantastic universe that so many TJ teenagers including me have dreamed of uh, please stop acting like a cult and try to be a bit more open to all newcomers and then this site could become so much better. Thank you for reading. I wish you all the best in your life, and I apologize for the convenience. So Seal's point was that there was a lot of similarities between the diagnosis that this individual has given us in this comment and other communities. Is that right? Yeah. Well, thank you for the call. Uh, I appreciate that. You know, this is once again a platform for people to make their voices heard. So um, I suppose it's a good thing that we went back and read this because otherwise this message would never have gotten out. It certainly has been deleted. So nice to nice to visit that. Thank you for the call. All right. Um, and then Fable Tiefling here says people are going to discourse over how something else should have won for years. And that's kind of something we see. <laughs> you know, it's really... a. Um, a side effect of these articles being very good, right, is that there's always a few that, you know, people feel may have been, you know, the right choice. I think the best example of this, the most prominent example, is probably the 3000 contest uh, with 3001 Red Reality. Um, and then also with 3999, uh, I am the center of everything that happens to me. Uh, those two have really outpaced SCP-3000 in terms of upvotes, I guess, if that's what you're looking at to make that judgment. But yeah, I mean, you know, these are really intense competitions. You know, people, you know, um, people really put their best foot forward. I think we're seeing, I've been covering all the SCPs that come out of the site for the last four months. And I can tell you that, you know, the article quality now is much, much better than it usually is. So, uh, but yeah, uh, you know, another one is SCP-6001. I think that's also surpassed SCP-6000 in terms of upvotes. Whether that makes it a better article or not is your own call. I certainly don't think that's the end-all be-all. All right. Um, and then what, another one from Akumioi. As we approach 7Con posting season, this is Akumioi making fun of that. Uh, please remember to vote based on whether you approve of the author, not the merits of the article. And they go on to say, think about how it'll feel if you dislike an author but still upvote their contest entry because you feel like it's good. Everything they've done to you means nothing in the face of a poop statue fanfic. That despite all the shit you talk about them in side chats, you have to admit their article is good. You'll feel like a cuck because that's what you are. I'm going to stop the tweet there. <laughs> but just a little fun play on that uh, idea. Um, 
Uh, I think I think Akuma is arguing for the fact of trying to upvote it not on the content, uh, the context. So interesting. Um, and then Darnell, uh, one of the darlings of the space, has something good to say here. I think all of SCP Twitter would be healed and and live in peace if every single one of us stopped posting on Twitter for exactly three days. Three days. Very religious, very spiritual. Um, I guess that's the appropriate time of healing or something. I don't know. But yeah, um, I don't know. I think it's almost like when people try to boycott gas companies um, where they say, hey, don't buy gas on this one day. Uh, I mean... You know, it'll hit their it'll hit their profits for a day, but that graph will correct itself in the next days. The people who didn't buy it one day will just buy it the next day. It basically just displaces uh, and spreads out the profit just a little bit. So, I mean, you know, who knows? Uh, I think it's worth a shot, don't you? I think they need all the help they can get. So, um, we had a Wikidot outage. Maybe we could have a Twitter outage. Another one from Akumioi, SCP Twitter spawning trends and backlash to the trends from nothing like virtual particles and antiparticles. If you uh, if you notice anything about the Twitter, basically anytime any of these um, sort of like uh, new, you know, I don't know what to call them. They're like these little fun things that people post, trends, I guess, trend posting. Um, anytime a new one is introduced, I mean, it's, it's almost like dominoes. It's like... Um, Parroting. It's like a hive mind to see SCP Twitter just everybody does that thing. Whether it's, hey, talk about me bad in the comments or, uh, you know, comment and I'll tell you what bird you remind me of. Like, there's at least two or three of these sort of, it's almost like a virus just kind of making its way around the Twitter sphere of SCP any given week. And so it's very, an amazing thing to watch these things proliferate like that so effortlessly. But this is kind of a fun take on, on those things. Uh, this was something funny. Uh, that face when you tried to... Um, sorry, I'm not cool enough to know what that is. The 46th author. So this was a top S top 50 SCP authors as determined by AI. <laughs> We've got Dr. Kondraki is number one. Bright is number two. Um, DJ Cactus is number three. Vox Aquila as number four. The, the Thing System is number five. And so on, so on. There's actually some real people here. Zen, Captain Kirby, Ayers, and Not a Seagull. That's an old name. Uh, Dr. Clef, Tefeta, Dematix. So it did a good job, but this is a funny little list. It's a pretty interesting. Luckadot Crocodile. Yeah, the AI. Yeah, Brighton Cactus in the top five. Yeah. yeah. So that was a fun. I'm not sure the, the details of the AI. <laughs> yeah, interesting little one there. Um, and then another great little thread, if you haven't looked at it, SCP fans, roast your favorite SCP 7000 entry in the replies. Um, there's a lot of good stuff here. Uh, Yumby Cats. Uh, you don't want to show up on picture day. That's Locke referring to uh, her own her own article. So um, anyway, there's a good takes here. Nice stuff. And then the last one I just kind of identified with uh, very much here. This is somebody asking the Vulcan, hey, do you have Roblox? And Vulcan says, I'm 35. Which uh, I am too. So, I don't even know what that is. I'm not going to lie. So, I just wanted people to know that I'm not alone in this space like this. There are other people too. Who you think are cool. So. Yeah. What What is... Uh, I'm going to look like such an idiot. What is Roblox? <laughs> Seal says, I have Roblox and I'm, and I'm 19. Uh, you even have adult Rovloxers? Adult Rovloxers. 
Okay. Well, I'm not an adult Robloxer. It's basically Lego Gmod. Okay, see, now I know what that is now. Interesting. It's more kid-friendly. It's an all-encompassing website for games. Yeah. I like video games. I just don't have time for video games anymore. I like them. I would. I wish I could play them, but I just I don't have time. They're really outpacing me. It's just amazing. I'll typically watch games here and there. All right, uh, so we'll move on to the last leg of the show. I think we'll end on time. We got a little bit of an early start just because we had some catch-up to do. But this is the more political side of the show. We take a moment to look at the mecca of politics. I want to welcome... Um, Fern, Dr. Fern, our pastor generic. Welcome. Thanks for coming in. Uh, but we take a little look at uh, what's going on on 05, just because this sort of seems like the political center of the space. Um, interesting stuff always going on here. Um, so this is the first we'll look at. Uh, this is a public staff chat proposal for the SCP Wiki staff. This is a long time coming. Um, a lot of this has been um, you know, result of things like town halls. Um, there's been a very strong drive for transparency. We had the recap team for a while that is clearly dead. Re recap team, RIP. Um, but, you know, hey, that's really difficult to do. There was absolutely no way that was going to maintain itself. And I'm really glad in a way because I think Harry Blank was big on recap team. You know, someone of that nature should be writing you know, um, I don't know if we would have gotten uh, Harry Blank's entry if Harry Blank had to do all these recaps, for example. So I, I always like it when I see people turning more, um, you know, fiction-oriented, right? It, back to the writing, because that's what this is supposed to be about. Um, hey, welcome, uh, Lamarck. Thanks for showing up. Appreciate that. And um, on that note, I thought it was just interesting to see this happen. Uh, this is... Um, Hungry Possum, every once in a while on 05, we basically get people, you know, talking about res resignations from staff. Uh, I thought this one was just a, a bit touching and just a good thing to, to read. Uh, During the past few months, I've been reflecting on how my perspective of the site has changed and what I noticed didn't really please me. Long story short, I became a cog in the machine and stopped enjoying the site per se. I haven't read an article in, month, in months, uh, never mind writing one. I want to go back to being a regular Joe, reading all the fresh stuff, writing when I get inspiration, and not having to worry whether murder should be handled by DISC or anti-harassment teams for legal reasons that last one was a joke. So, yeah, um, that's actually not the only one. This seems to be something of a trend that's happened lately. Uh, this is another individual who was previously on staff, um, the pig head, um, who says, uh, I hate to do it, but Possum's Post, that was the one we just saw, Possum's post made me think about it, and I also think it's time for me to pull the trigger. Um, yada, yada, yada. Uh, the person goes on to say, I barely manage to read things on the site. The only inspiration I have is when I write my fanfics these days. Um, I feel that I'm more here for the title, and I don't want this. So it's nice to see this sort of self-awareness. Yeah, burnout is part of it, too. I think a lot of people end up kind of going down this road. Unfortunately... Um, but it's just heartwarming, I think. Uh, it's a little more heartwarming than the usual garden variety burnout we see uh, because we have people who are realizing, you know, what they're, they're being sort of reawakened to what this site is supposed to be about, right? Yeah, staffers being self-aware. I mean, it's supposed to be about writing. And, and, you know, you should always be writing. You should always be reading. Uh, you should always be critting, you know. And when you've lost that, 
you know, that's a, that should be a very powerful moment for you to realize. I think most people don't. You have people who sort of, they're, they're almost vestigial. They don't, they don't contribute to the site anymore. Um, they're kind of in the position of staff because it's their own thing now. We see this a lot in staff. When you, when you get on staff at ACP Wiki, you exchange writing articles for writing proposals onto the O5 forums. So it's a shame to see. Um, yeah, and it's a pleasant surprise, as Random Stranger says. So yeah, uh, hey, Soraya stuff. What's up? Good to see you. Thanks for sh thanks for dropping by. Um, what just happened to my screen? I'm not sure. Hopefully, y'all can still see things. Okay. Well, I just I was trying to get into the lounge to see what y'all are saying. Here it is. Um, yeah, nice to see you. So this is you know it's it's kind of bittersweet. Sad to see this on the one hand, but on the other hand, um, it it is refreshing. And I think a very positive influence, a very positive uh, role model type moment uh, that these people have stepped up and, and really have become leaders in a way that they never would have been had they remained in these sort of hollow sinecure positions um, that, that, you know, can at times do good things for the for the body of the, the user body. Um, but, you know, when you've lost when you've lost that love for what brought you here, you know, you probably need to rearrange your life. Yeah, they're setting a good example for others. Yeah, taking care of mental health. Yeah, so really appreciated that. So um, all that to say, uh, you know, a lot of people have been wanting more transparency. Uh, a lot of people don't want to do these recaps, which take up way too much time to both produce and read and participate in. And so this is really the answer that really a lot of people have been asking for for a long time. In fact, when recaps came around, that was sort of the, you know, sort of the underlying hole in the whole structure it's like well okay we can do recaps but why can't we just have this you know public that's what rpc does for example that's what a lot of other people do um that really would take away the need for somebody to come by and do all this recap work um yeah so um this is kind of a long time coming i think they'll end up doing this uh there are questions as to whether or not this will fix any of the things that have really inspired this kind of action for example there's it's kind of like whack-a-mole every time you open up one hole you know it just is going to pop up somewhere else sarai stuff who is uh, somewhat of a representative for the back room says we have our own equivalent of internal recaps called evaluations but they're internal to staff the current evaluation has been in progress since early July. It's only getting now finished. That's interesting. That's an interesting way to go about things. Um, yeah, so, but for SCP, you know, that's really been a problem. Uh, so it's nice to see this uh, happen. Uh, up until this point, I think the most um, transparent and interactive space for this kind of stuff has been in probably uh, SCP Declassified Discord, the meta channel there um basically staff people and non-staff people can talk about staff stuff and uh, community stuff there so um this will probably be a little like that um yeah so this was another thing that popped up i thought was a really nice thing to see this is dr everett mann um taking a moment to come back to say a user banned by the anti-harassment team requested a change to several pages to remove references to their dead name Normally, users' bans for harassment cannot request content edits to their articles. However, in this case, the request was more than reasonable, and it was deemed by all staff uh, present that the refusing that refusing the request would be inappropriate. Therefore, I'm enacting fiat to cover this instance, and we'll be looking into revising the rule to cover future instances. So yeah, that that was really nice to see. Just a good move. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, just a win. Just a win for the staff. Um, 
Clearly, clearly the right thing to do. Can y'all guess who this anti-harassment team individual was? I'll give you one guess. Hmm. It was Harmony. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that just, once again, I, I'm happy to highlight when really good things happen. Usually I, I highlight when things bad are happening, but uh, I'm the biggest cheerleader for this kind of stuff when it goes right. No, it wasn't bright. Get out of here. Not really. Um, <clears throat> so this was just a win. It was just good. It was just good. It was just the right thing to do. There was a little potential for them to be like, oh, you're Harmony. We don't like you. Uh, but there were more important things going on, you see. And so I'm glad, I'm glad to see that this worked out the way it did. All right. Um, and then this one was kind of interesting. Uh, there's a donation policy that's been revised. Uh, not, not too much of a change, but you know, a lot of people these days are asking people to donate to their, to their, uh, coffees or, um, you know, Patreons, but also, um, you know, good causes. You know, we've got, uh, Sumerian, we had obviously the fundraiser for the, uh, legal fund. Uh, we have our own things going on, like uh, Dr. Fern has a fundraiser right now that y'all should check out. Dr. Fern, if you are able to, go ahead and put a link to your fundraiser and to your coffee uh, in the lounge, if you don't mind, just because I, I don't have it in front of me. I would have done that. Um, but yeah, so this is interesting. Um, it was really uh, about the question of you know, what happens when someone donates to a cause that someone advertises and it ends up being kind of a less than noble, um, charitable link you know and so this goes into that so check that out if you're interested um, and then the last thing we're gonna look at today is uh, something that kind of went under the radar there's ferns GoFundMe. check it out um, kind of under the radar over the last few weeks this is really from early July so we're about a month a month off from this but this was um, kind of like a mini town hall uh, in fact in the forum part of the SCP wiki site this is in the town halls and um, this was an opportunity that the staff, I think very smartly, extended to the user base to kind of gauge what they wanted to talk about, things that they had problems with, uh, etc. cetera. Um, and a really good move because this was in the midst of the uh, charter rewrite, which is kind of a thing that had kind of um, cloistered the staff very far away from what the user base was really interested in. Nobody's been really interested in the charter rewrite, which I think is still happening it's it's one of the more stagnated things there's a lot of stagnated things by the way the staff needs to check out uh, the legal case against Duskin Duxon is not really resolved um, SCPRU is still banned from Wikidot that really hasn't been worked out uh, Dexanote and Dr. Mann haven't really been censored censured excuse me in the way that they've uh, promised they would be that's really been swept underneath the rug and mostly forgotten about as well um, and there are other things as well, but uh, this was an interesting moment. I thought I'd bring out a couple of these. Um, this one, uh, before we get into that, uh, Sarai's stuff says a bit of um, tech support. Tech support is, you know, uh, another name for backrooms, just in case you don't know. Uh, a bit of news there I have for you, if you wouldn't mind. We're currently witnessing a uh, absolute collapse of staff. We have like five staff leaving, and there's more to come soon. Well, that's interesting. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit more about that, and I'll be happy to read it if it is in the text section. That sounds very interesting. And then while you're typing that, I'm going to cover this. Um, <clears throat> this person said in response to one of these threads about suggestions and complaints, it's a small thing, but having the social media links at the very top of the sidebar has never sat right with me. 
I don't think there's anything wrong with putting the links somewhere for ease of access, but putting them at the very top, above even the information considered essential for new users, doesn't feel right to me. It seems to suggest that the social media takes priority over anything else in the wiki itself that can be accessed via the sidebar. <coughs> hey, Harmony, what's going on? Good to see you and right on time because I think it was your fault <laughs> that this uh, these social media links are on the top left. Defend yourself. <clears throat> no, I'm kidding. Um, but uh, yeah, this has always been a good take. Uh, I've always th I've always felt that was true, and um, yeah, uh, it does it does say something about the prioritization. I understand it looks good up there too, but come on, put them at the bottom, just like the rating module. Come on. Thought that was a nice little take. Uh, Harmony said, "I tried defending myself, but I don't think the mic works." You know, I wonder. I don't. I hope I haven't accidentally muted everybody because you're not the first person to say you can't speak. Um, Harmony says, "I thought it was a good idea at the time, which is fair enough. We all make mistakes. Say la vie. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, <clears throat> let's see what Soraya stuff has said. All right, basically, amidst either inactivity or just general stress, lots of people have left." Uh, Soraya stuff included one week after getting re-promoted to admin oof promoted and demoted right away Harmony says um, most of them have been dead weight losses uh, who finally resigned after a year of not doing much um, as part of evaluations right now we're going to be doing demoting of other users for their general inactivity and while that can normally be a good thing uh, these dead weight users have already caused a lot of damage um, yeah well <clears throat> Sorry to see that. It's a, it's a very difficult thing to manage these places. I certainly, it's easy for me to sit up here and criticize people um, for that, but uh, obviously it's just very, very difficult. So uh, we hope to see a lot of resolution, and we hope to see the uh, content of the site not be damaged in the process. That's, that's always a concern. Yeah. Excuse me. Let me get a drink of water here. Uh, this one says Peppermint Logos. This is uh, Peppermint Legos. Uh, says it would be nice if there was a way to give underdogs more exposure and investment in contests and other writing projects. <coughs> yeah, I am having a hard time. Sorry about that. Don't know what's up. <coughs> my goodness. Uh, my whole family is sick, so I hope I'm not getting that. Uh, as is, this is Peppermint Legos. As is, it feels like the big players always seem to draw the crowds and the conversation, which makes sense given their consistent quality. However, posts from unknown contributors uh, contributors aren't just less upvoted, they're largely ignored with little to no comments made or discussion about them, and it winds up feeling very isolating. Well, I would encourage this individual to look at our weekend collapsible where we take a look at every single article and we give it, uh, we give it crit. Uh, yeah, that's fine. You can always DM me. My, my DMs are always open if you have a question. I think that my microphone is, is working. Oh, yeah. yeah, you sound great. What quality? Is that your um, your lapel mic there? No, I'm just I'm just a, I have a, a new uh, Apple one. Actually, this one's plugged directly, and this is a, just like the basic uh, moist, critical-looking uh, Apple wireless headphones hooked up right to my computer. Well, it sounds excellent. So, just FYI. Uh, thanks for joining. So we. I'm have... also holding. I think I'm holding the microphone up to my mouth. I think that might be helping. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um. 
All right. So the last thing here, uh, this is this is an ongoing conversation. Obviously, one of the things that have also has stagnated when it comes to staff finding a, a good answer to this. There may not be a good answer to this, uh, but this is a comment from Plague PJP, and it says the age limit should be lowered to 16. I don't believe an 18-year-old age gate will make a significant change in the user base of the wiki, and only hurt people in the long run. I can say with almost 100% certainty that most active users on the site would have lied about their age to be an author. I know I would have. So once again, yeah, it goes back to that long conversation. It really is a toothless thing. You can't really enforce it. Uh, really, the only action it, it serves is to um, hinder people, I think, from probably coming forward to these things. So I uh, appreciate you all wishing me well when it comes to my voice. Yeah, I also appreciate that, that at least a little bit, They, even though I'm in the same sentence, they did differentiate, say, people are less trusting after me and said that Gabriel Jade Bright and Escobar, these guys... So the guys are scumbags, so I, I, I feel yeah. like they're deliberately leaving me out of the scumbag part of that, which I appreciate, because too often people just lump me in with those guys, and I'm like, hey, I literally never abused anybody, so yeah. the worst thing I ever did was help send people angry messages saying that I was extremely disappointed in them, and they called that harassment. That's nowhere near the level of, you know, solicit like manipulating minors into fulfilling whatever my... Whatever, whatever my hypothetical kinks would be like these fucking creepazoids have. Mm. Yeah, the definitely definitely a good distinction. I, I do think you, you're right. I think they do separate you. They put you in your own claws here with uh, commas. So they contain that away, I hope. hope that's what they're doing there. Um, but yeah. That's what, that's what I think, especially because they also make the double the double distinction of saying that these guys are yeah, exactly, bags, exactly. And that feels on purpose. Yeah. So good job. That was tactful. We appreciate that. You know, Harmony is, is, a, is a great person. Very much so. Uh, so, you know. Yeah, you're welcome. And, um, yeah. So it's a shame. It's a shame that people like Harmony are lumped into people who've done just so much actual, worse things. Actual malicious harm to people. Yeah. Really bad stuff. Um, all right. And then uh, there's one other thing from this uh, suggestions thread that I kind of wanted to look at. I thought that I had the link um, ready. I don't, but I do have this image. So let me kind of pop this up here and then we'll kind of we'll end it here. This was from, um, this was from uh, Alex Pine and it says, SCP-009J still has non-compliant images. You've known, and this is to the staff, you've known that it has non-compliant images for years now. You refuse to remove them. Even after 173, you still refuse to remove them. I'm aware that removing them would mess up the joke, and I'm also aware that it's a ticking time bomb. But if we're going to get sued, is an effective argument against things like age unraising, or let's say removing 173's image, why isn't it applicable to SCP? one uh, SCP-009-J. There it is on the screen there. So, um, excellent points. I thought that was just um, a really good thing to say because once again, you know, while this whole 173 was thing was going on uh, in February when they took down the picture. Oh, what's up, Homer Duck? Good to see you. Um, you know, my point was that this didn't make any sense and there was a lot going on underneath the surface there was a lot of um, contradictory sort of things that don't make a lot of sense and it made me question why they were doing it and this is just a, a, the icing on the cake because uh, there are still images well-known images on the SCP that whose uh, non-compliant images have not been taken down 
And so it makes the uh, 173 incident kind of look a little odd. Um, and if, if I recall correctly, this joke article, what it actually is, is uh, something that Sam and Corbett wrote that's a bunch of celebrity pictures. And the joke is that they're a bunch of pictures of celebrities. Yeah. And I think there's, so here it is, if we pull it up here. So, um, oh no, this is not what I was thinking of. What the hell is this? I don't know, but none of these are CC. Oh, well, yeah. I recognize some of these as being formerly pictures of, from SCP articles. Yeah. You can and, totally replace all these pictures. Yeah, you probably should be able to. Yeah. No, it wouldn't. Um, and it, and it was very telling, but there's no licensing box at the bottom of this. You know, usually there is. They're very eager to tell you, um, but it's not here. So, yeah. Anyway, I think that kind of says enough. That that's its own commentary. But all right, oh my God, all right. 2013 was so long ago. Ah. Yeah. Good times. A lot has changed, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, but anyways. Right before I turned 18 years old. Whew. Crazy. A lot of life committed to this thing, huh? Yeah, it's an older article. Yeah, one uh, KD, thanks for showing up. Appreciate that. Yeah, half your life, absolutely. You know, but it's a big deal. That's really why we got you. So involved. Yeah, can't 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 let it go. It's a good thing. Don't. All right. Yeah, one KD, thanks for showing up. We were just talking about you and Harmony earlier. Uh, we were talking about the uh, Kaiser thing at RPC. You know how that kind of was reminiscent of what happened with y'all. It seems like you know basically every major site has had something like this happen where you know article you know to Luminal Archive? i don't think the Luminal archives has had it but yeah. they also shut themselves off so i think that they they had different <laughs> yeah. things going on yeah exactly exactly it remains to be seen if that's a brilliant move or, or not so much we'll see i think that this contest they're having right now will be the bellwether for it, whether or not they they have any they're able to to contribute because the whole point is to make better stuff so if they're not able to do better than their last contest it's like well what are we actually doing here yeah and by the way if y'all haven't seen the interview that harmony did with 1kd uh really nice touching moment you know really interesting to see their perspectives they really went through a lot of the same stuff the situation has come out the other side a little different for 1kd than i think it has for harmony but uh that was so just far. a yeah really really awesome diplomatic moment i think yeah and funny especially the end if you're trying to talk there, Blackbird. You are. You are very quiet. I, I don't hear Blackbird. I don't even see him. I don't even see him trying to talk. Maybe something happened. I did turn you down a little bit, uh, Krim, or Blackbird. Yeah, I was. For some reason, I was on my PC and it wasn't wor working for you. So I, I just switched back to my phone now. Yeah, I can hear you now. I can hear you now. Yeah. So a thousand dumplings. How is the? How is the? Uh, because I, I was the one who basically tried to contact a YouTuber to get this sorted out, but then Harmony did it as well. Yeah, I actually did talk to uh, Theft King. Uh, in my experience with him, he's actually like pretty cool. It just with my experience with him, I don't, it was really shocking to see this drama about him. Yeah, it's like suddenly, like right afterward, he was just uh, canceled online, and deservedly uh so because he basically like like tried to say he was being harassed and then he wasn't being harassed and people were laughing at him about it which caused him to say i'm being harassed who is this so the I'm clown, I'm like, oh, come uh, on the man you're 30. is it a situation say again harmony 
he was he was acting like a clown, but he didn't like the circus. <laughs> I'm gonna steal that one. Go for it. That's a good one. All right, y'all. Well, I can't believe that that backrooms is uh, collapsing. I mean, it's fairly maybe because no, like, that's funny as hell to me. I don't know why. <laughs> Well, you know, they, the they back was a lost cause. We need to return to Siren Head. They, they just had an explosion of popularity. I mean, it's not, I mean, it's kind of maybe in the realm of expectation that they would have some sort of shakeup tectonically, you know. It's tough. Yeah, what happened with SCP after the containment breach? They're just, they I just, just, made accidentally, it. I just yeah. accidentally knocked over my boombox. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> but SCP handled it, handled it better because they had just, I think, better, better personnel on hand. You had people like Troy and Quick and Groovin and Alana who were able to better manage it than the backrooms may have. No fault of their own, those are three uniquely talented people that SCP was extremely lucky to have at the moment when they had them. Yeah, and so there's a, I mean, I think the, the largest analogy is something that Soraya stuff just pointed out, which is, you know, um, let me say this in, in the way that we used to say this when I was in grade school. Um, containment breach is to SCP as Kane Pixels is to backrooms, right? True, okay. true, absolutely true. Yeah, so Soraya's stuff says, Kane Pixels ruined tech support. The, the two kinds of people in tech support will tell you that he has revived the community or that he has been the death of it. Seems like a line drawn in the sand. Very uh, controversial okay. figure. What's the generational gap here? I will say this much. I actually hate Kane Pixels because there's no party goers in this version of the backrooms. So how can I respect that, you know? Yeah, you can live. <laughs> Come on. Come on, because dude. It doesn't have your version of it doesn't mean it sucks. What a stock mm, opportunity. That's not true. Yeah. Oh, no, no, not my version, just party goers. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I am joking. I love Kane Pixels version of the backrooms. I really, I wish there, I wish there was more content about it. Yeah, well, certainly is, uh, you know, Soraya stuff, I'd love to see an article written on that for the magazine because it's, it's obviously a very divisive topic. I think that people, you know, would stand to have talented people uh, voice those opinions for them and kind of crystallize those. Um, sure. Yeah, I mean, this is, a, this is a conversation as old as time. I mean, you know, people, Harmony can tell you this, people in SCP, there were people who were not happy about the fact that, you know, something like Containment Breach pulled it into the mainstream or there's certainly moments. the same thing later. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, RPC and Liminal seem to be, um, yeah, probably, I don't know if it's a little too cautious, but they certainly have been taking notes from that history and seem to not want that to happen to them. Yeah, so I don't think, they I think don't that want the, the their methods of doing that are kind of shooting themselves in the foot or, you know, doing chemotherapy to control their hairline, but at the same time, their policies are succeeding what they set out to do, so you can't say that they're not working. Yeah, it, you know, I think if I had to say, you know, without giving it a whole lot of thought, um, which is always dangerous, but, uh, you know, I, I think ultimately they're positive motions. There's a lot of turbulence. Um, but, you know, look at something like SCP. I mean, you know, even Containment Breach, the things that were stolen from SCP because of the mainstream exposure, as, uh, as Dr. Gears would put it, the washing out of the image in the sun, um, the fading of the... Of the uh, clarity and the sharpness that comes with something like that with that kind of exposure you know it, it does you do lose that but the the inflow of attention and the richness that you get you know just activity wise and, and person wise you know offers more opportunities for these things to show up elsewhere to kind of find a different soil to bud in and that's really what we're all about here you know that's really what um you know different different co communities are about you know rpc liminal 
back rooms. All, all these are sort of split offs in their own ways. Anyone remember AEP Association? <laughs> I remember the AEP Association. They tried to come back. I'm not sure why. Well, more no, power to them if they can do it. Yeah, uh, you got to write for enjoyment. Yeah. Uh, that's another, I mean, these things really follow one another, you know, writing for popularity, writing with the charts in mind, writing for the charts, or, you know, writing for enjoyment, writing for yourself. These things become polarized. They become sort of electrically charged when something like this happens to a community, for sure. All right. Well, um, We've been doing this a little over an hour, maybe hour 20. I appreciate it. Uh, once again, we do this every other weekend. We do the Sunday, 12 p.m. CST. And so we'll take next Thanks week off. Thanks for joining Harmony. Yeah. I was going yeah. yeah. to make fun of lepers for using a Macintosh by uh, like, I was like, it's like, hey, you know, you could get more audio out of the podcast. And I was about to t ping you, but I was too nice to do so. <laughs> uh, well, I was eating my lunch. I wouldn't have seen that ping anyways. I'm doing well. <laughs> but yeah, I do appreciate everybody who's showing up. 1KD, Blackbird, Harmony, Random Strangers, Sarai Stuff, Seal. Uh, Dr. Caldall was with us for a while. Almer Duck showed up. Uh, so I really appreciate the participation. Fern was here earlier. He shared his uh, GoFundMe that he's got going on. So uh, give that a look. But yeah, I really appreciate all the uh, interaction. Dr. Murray was here as well. Thank you very much. Um, really appreciate it. Uh, the show really is what it is when you all participate because otherwise it's just, you know, it's just just an old guy, you know, just monologuing up here. Um, so I appreciate that. We'll do it again in two weeks. Hope to see you there. Y'all have a fantastic week. See you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.